Well, what's up, 412 family? It's M.A., and uh, I don't know if y'all know this, but it is Valentine's Day. Actually, by the time you're listening to this, Valentine's Day will be done and gone, but Wednesday is Valentine's Day, and so we're going to be talking about God's love, and you know, this is a, a very easy topic, but also it can be a very difficult topic because, you know, when we talk about God's love, I think most of the time we understand it and we comprehend it, but I don't think we know the depths of His love. And so this week on Valentine's Day, we're looking at God's love, but we're going to look at it through this word or this process called sanctification. Now, that's a big old word. And, you know, a lot of people may be like, what does that even mean? Why are you giving us hard words? Well, sanctification is a theological term that literally means the action or process of being freed from sin or being purified or made holy. So when we talk about God's love, almost anybody can point to John 3.16, which says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but will have eternal life. And so this shows God's initial action of love toward us. It shows that he loved us so much that he sent, God, he sent Jesus down here to die on the cross for our sins. But the crazy thing is, is when we think about God's love, that that's that's the kind of the pivotal moment that we talk about, you know, and it even says, the Apostle Paul says in Romans 5, 8, that God demonstrates his love for us, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So we talk about God's love and we can point to that, but that was a, almost a singular moment in time. Okay. Jesus came, he lived on this, on this earth. He lived a perfect life. He died on the cross and then it was gone. But God's love never quits. It doesn't stop. And so what I want to tell you on this Valentine's day is that yes, God loves you. Yes, Jesus died for you, but he loves you so much that he's not just going to leave you where you are. He loves you so much. He wants to make you and mold you into the best version you can be, which is becoming more and more like Christ. So that is the process of sanctification. Yes, Jesus died for us and, and, and paid for our sin, but yet we still have a sin nature. We still have sin in us. We still sin every single day. And so God uses this process of sanctification or by definition, he begins to purify us and make us more and more holy by using trials and tribulations and and things in our life that come and he takes us and he molds us more and more into the image of Christ. I like to use the analogy of of a knife. You know, when when a blacksmith gets a, a, a raw piece of metal, it's just a chunk of metal. And what does he have to do? He has to take it, he has to put it in the fire, he has to heat it up to drastic temperatures. Then he's got to pull it out, put it on the anvil, and he just starts hammering it, right? Begins molding and shaping it, and then it cools off, and he's got to put it back in the fire and heat it all back up again. And then he keeps molding and molding until it gets the shape he wants. And once he gets it in the shape, he dips it in some ice-cold water to, to harden it. And then once it's hardened, then he takes it out. And yeah, it looks like a knife. It has the shape of a knife, but unless it's sharp, it's it's useless. And so he takes that knife and he, he goes up against the grinding wheel and begins to throw the blade to it and sharpen it so that it becomes a useful tool. This is a great analogy of the process of sanctification. Yes, Jesus rescued us from sin and he pulls us out by his death. And that is the initial you know, show of or action of love by God and and through Jesus. 
but he doesn't want us to just be a raw chunk of metal in his hand. He wants us to be useful for his glory. And so he sticks us in the fire on occasion and pulls us out and begins molding us and hammering us. And it's not always rainbows and unicorns. Sometimes the process of sanctification is hard and it, it is met with trials and tribulations. You know, James chapter one, verses two through four, James is the half brother of Jesus. And he starts his entire book with this. And starting in verse 2 of chapter 1, he says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So the, the half-brother of Jesus is saying, like, look, like God loves you so much, he's not just going to leave you in your black-hearted, depraved, sinful nature. He's going to begin to pull all that sin out of you, and he uses all different ways of doing that. But the Apostle Paul also tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 17 through 18, he says this, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So again, this shows that, yes, God loved us so much that he sent Jesus to die on the cross for us. But it's not just a one-time love. If we have surrendered our life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, if we have truly given our life to him and we are saved, then it says that he is going to do anything and everything he can to rid us of our sin nature. And the Apostle Paul says in his letter to the Corinthians, he says, we are all being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. Now, what I find interesting about this sanctification process is this. We have a, 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 once we understand what sanctification is and once we kind of comprehend it, the problem is the devil uses this to cause division and, and strife inside the body of Christ. Because what he does is he, 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 he tells us this lie that like, okay, once you're saved, these are the things that have to happen. So... What, I, what I'll tell you is everybody has different sins that they struggle with and everybody deals with those sins in different ways and God through the sanctification process will deal with those inside each individual at different times. Not everybody checks the same sanctification boxes all at the same time. So for instance, let, let's, let's make an example here. Say I had a foul mouth. Say I cussed like a sailor and let's say you had the sin of pride or lust okay well my sin is outward everybody can see it they can hear it they know that it's there but your sin is hidden but maybe you can tame your tongue maybe maybe you don't have a problem with cussing and so on the outside people look at you and they're like oh man he's got it all together or she's got it all together you know they're great but your heart is still filthy and nasty because you deal with anger or you deal with pride or you deal with lust things that are hidden where on the outside People looking at me would say, man, how can he be a Christian? Listen to his mouth. It is filthy. Like if he was truly saved, God would, would deal with that with him. Well, the truth is, is we all, we all walk through this sanctification process at different levels because while you may look clean on the outside, you have a filthy heart because of pride, lust, or all those other things. And while I look filthy on the outside, maybe I I don't worry. I don't struggle with lust. I don't struggle with anger. I don't struggle with pride. And so God's going to deal with us at different levels. And so just because someone's saved 
doesn't mean that all their sins immediately go away in the same process. It, it's not a step-by-step process where God says, okay, you're saved. In week one, we're going to deal with this sin, this sin, and this sin, ABC. And then in week five, we're going to deal with this sin, this sin, this sin. And, and everybody you know, goes through the same process. That's just not how it is. And so God uses life experiences and, and people in our life to impart wisdom into us and, and hardships and trials in our life to build us and mold us more and more into the image of Christ. Just like building a knife, not all chunks of metal are the same. Some metal requires more hammering, some requires more grinding, some requires that it goes in the fire for an entirely way too long time. But at the end of the day, we all come out and we all are being transformed into the same image. That's what the Apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians. We are all being transformed into the same image. And then he says this, from one degree of glory to another. And so while when I get saved, I may be, you know, a certain degree. And when you get saved, you may be a totally different degree. Well, guess what? God is working it all together so that eventually at the end, when we are completely sanctified, sitting with the glory of the Lord in heaven, that we are all transformed into the same image. And that is the image of Christ. So that is the sanctification process. Yes, God loved us so much that he sent his son Jesus to die for us. But he also loves us so much, he's not going to let us sit in our sin and in our filth. And he's going to use anything and everything he can to rid us of that sin nature because we are his children and he loves us. He loves us so much not to just leave us there. He wants to transform us more and more into the image of Christ. So parents, as you begin talking with your students, as you have time, talk to them about this sanctification process. And then parents... Look inside life. Look at opportunities inside your day-to-day routine that have opportunity to help build in the sanctification process, not only in your life, but in the life of your children and your students and having crucial conversations on what it looks like to continually daily be molded more and more into the image of Christ. Y'all have a great week and uh, y'all stay humble, stay focused and keep pressing forward and we'll see you next week.